Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Leadership. I'm your host, Jonathan Heron. Joining me today as my guests on Leadership are the Grammy award-winning duo for King and Country. Joel and Luke Smallbone are known for their many EPs, including their award-winning EP, Burn the Ships, and they continue their tour across North America. In today's episode of Leadership, I'm grabbing some time backstage with Joel and Luke to receive insights on creativity, prepping to go on stage, protecting your family from the ministry fishbowl, and some fun lightning round questions about Crocodile Dundee, plus a FaceTime call from Christian comedian John Christ. You can discover more resources online at jonathanheron.com. But for now, grab your moleskin journal, get ready to take some notes as I sit down and talk to Joel and Luke Smallbone of the Grammy Award winning group for King and Country. You're not going to believe this. For King and Country is here right now. These guys are amazing. Thank you for your time. We're talking to church leaders right now. Yeah. Help us out. Church leaders have to go on stage just like you guys. How do you stay inspired night after night? You know, here's the thing. Oh, I'm we intrigued. We do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and to every church leader that is watching, man, we tip our beanie to you because, like, you come up with new stuff every week. Yeah, it's insane. It's like writing a new series of songs every week. I mean, I, so we, we, what we do is very, I mean, there's eight of us on stage, there's like 46 instruments, and there's a lot of orchestration to what we do, but it's pretty much the same thing. I think the, the challenge is, and I think you, we could stand on equal ground in this regard, you have to show up, or do your best to show up. You know, the, the whole phoning it in. Anytime there's a repetition of like, you got four shows in a weekend or you got a, five services on a Sunday. This idea of whether it's the second time you do it or the 22nd time you do it, this like, oh, we're just getting into a flow. And you, you start, your heart starts kind of ex- being extracted from the actual thing. So our hope is that every night we kind of show up and, and give a piece of your heart. And I would also say that what makes that what we do so unique is that every time we do a show, there's always just different people there. Yeah. And that's what you have to focus on. You know, there's a different soul out there that you're communicating to every, every night. And uh, that, you know, for the most part, those group of people that are attending your church or attending a concert, they're basically never going to be in the same room ever again. That collection of people, that is. And so it's the people that make things unique. It's the people that make them fresh. Yeah, for us, yeah, we do mm-hmm. similar tricks and we do similar jokes and all that. But uh, to that person, that's the first time you've ever communicated to them. And that's something that, from, from my point of view, I, I take, try to take very, very seriously. And that's what creates it, makes it feel energizing and fresh every night. So before you go on stage, how do you get energized or how do you get focused? Is it coffee? Is it prayer? Or what do you do before you go on stage? Um, Luke has gotten into a good habit of taking, having a sleep before the show. Well, not, right not before like right the show, but like, but like in the afternoon. Yeah, I usually try to rest. It was yeah. a Johnny Cash thing. Billy Graham said to Johnny Cash, evidently, hey, one of the best things you can do before the show is actually a few hours before it's happened. And you don't get nervous, you can calm down and take a nap? No, I, for, for me, I, I mean, I, before shows, we do, we have a moment where we huddle up all together and we pray together. Uh, but being really relaxed, actually, yeah. and chill, like I usually have 
one of the kids with me right before I walk out on stage, you know, and there's something about... Hmm. Uh, My kids is referring to me. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. My actual kids. Uh, I think there's something about you're anticipating what's about to take place, but something about being real calm and relaxed that is... Uh, you know, it, it allows you to kind of almost explode when you go out, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so, the calm yeah, before the yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. It's interesting you bring up your children. Yeah. Uh, I have five kids. One of my awesome. greatest. Bravo. Who yes. we're going to meet tonight. Uh, right. One, yeah, you're going to meet one, one of them. Okay. Uh, my question, though, is as a pastor or as, or as musicians, artists in the Christian community, you don't want your kid to grow up hating God, hating church people, because sure. sure. that's part of your thing. Yeah. What do you do to guard that in the lives of your kiddos? And I try to show the whole kit and caboodle is what I try and do. Like I, I try to for them to see the amount of work, the amount of fun, you know. The yes, Daddy gets up on stage, uh, and and people sometimes look or clap or do different things. But I'm your dad first, you know. And the other stuff doesn't, you know. At the end of the day, what we do out there it matters. But what matters more is that connection that I have. And so for me, I take one of the boys out pretty much all the time. We rotate mm -hmm. them back and forth. And currently, it's their favorite thing to do in the world. Like, I'll ask my kids, they love it. I'll ask my kids, you guys want to go home? And they're like, no, how many more sleeps until we go home? Because I don't want to go home yet. I want to stay out here. And so I think to try and uh, make it really fun, like make it really enjoyable, make it, however that might be. And, and church is different than the road. but Have them be part of it. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes there's a, even church culture, there's a little bit of like, Wade, he's your dad, and, he's, and you're the youth leader. Mm -hmm. That thing of like, for us, we grew up on the road. Our sister Rebecca and James was an artist, and we got plugged in as the road crew. So we were stage managing, lighting, background vocals. I remember we, being we at we one of Rebecca's it. concerts. She's like, my brothers are up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was yeah, that was us. So he's doing the same. It was really cool last week. We had, you know, we were doing a meet and greet, and and uh, Phoenix, his four-year-old, was collecting the phones of the people at the meet and greet and lining them up for our tour manager, Chico, to grab them and take pictures and he gave, he gave him like a dollar or two for like but this idea of like hey I have purpose mm, and he takes yeah. it super seriously and I have a role out here and I'm you know I'm, mm. I, I, I'm putting my mind to something I think that's one of the action points for us as kids that really made us allowed us to not only resent it but want to like in our own time as adults dive into it how do you stay fresh then in your artistry and in your spiritual life because you're on tour buses sometimes, sometimes there's down seasons. Yeah. How do you feed yourselves? That's the one difference, I think, one of the major differences between like church leaders and, and, and what we do is most of the time you're stationary. And I think church leaders have to watch for what we call the slow drift. This like, just over months or years, you just look at your wife and you go, oh, we're just not connected anymore. Mm. Or like, you lose connection with your kids. We have the blessing and the curse of you don't have the, the traveling thing wipes out the slow drift. You're either good or bad. You're in, you're out. Like there's no in between, and so you kind of you have to really be intentional about. Like I said to you before, my yeah. my wife just called before we stepped into this. Like we will, other than being in this kind of scenario, we will always make ourselves available anytime, day or night, for our wives if they need something. If there's an issue, I mean, we put. You know, Luke's had to fly back for something with, related to kids or his wife fly back from a show and I'll take the show you know I went to Australia once he took a few shows so that's it's just having this this ideology of man the first thing has to come first and that for us as family and so 
Um, mm. And we also, practically speaking, we're not we're not the road warriors. Like we're gonna go out for six weeks. We go out for four days, mm-hmm. five days, maybe a week, and then we'll go back for three or four days. And so you have that really some normalcy, mm-hmm. consistency. Yeah. Yeah. How far is the foot? I looked on it. What okay, happens so every morning okay. when we arrive, I look at the um, surrounding areas. The location. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, that's John Christ on FaceTime. Oh, snap. <laughs> what up, G? <laughs> hey. Hey. What? My name's John, too. He's from the mix. Uh, Better turn on that accent, dude. We are in Michigan. Why'd you, pour, why'd you pause me? Don't pause me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're in uh, Saginaw. We're at the set. What, what's the place? Called? The Dow. The Dow. He's we're at the Dow. You're playing here in three weeks. Well, I'm playing there. Yeah. yeah. You guys are both sold out. And we're both is sold my out. Is bigger than yours? Uh, no, it's the same size. <laughs> I, looked at it, I looked at it in the toilet stool. I said, I'm sorry. Yeah. I said, all good. Hey, well, you, you, you spent all your uh, all your profit it's on uh, wardrobe, so that's where I we spend all our freaking profits on having 30 people on the road, and you just rock up with your mic stand and your bottle of Perrier. <laughs> they're, they're like, hey, we gotta advance the show. It's like, nah, we don't. Turn on. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Hey, man, congratulations. We've been watching, uh, kind of paying attention to the whole thing. It's pretty awesome. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that. I, mean, so, I was gonna get, I was gonna see if I get together with you earlier on this tour to try to brain, to brainstorm some things about some new ideas. Cause I like what you guys do too. No, you're not, but it kind of looks like that. You're not. Oh, it's John Chris. That's a picture. That's the radio. That's Mandy. You're not really, you're really not, though. We're just about to do an interview, and they mentioned you, and I thought I'd FaceTime you. Hey, I know that was Mandy because she had her own name tag. We don't have name tags. That's a big Mandy Martin. Mandy with an I. They told John he should do it. You should do the interview with us in three weeks, too. Um, Yeah, you need to do an interview with the mix with John in three weeks. Life Church. I'll text you. You're too kind. That was awesome. That's awesome. You guys are cool. I have that. So you've got the ears right now of church leaders around the country. What words would you say to them about being fearless, about, man, don't hold back, go after it? Mm. What would you say to church leaders? Well, I think that today's generation, you've got to be aggressive in the sense of, what I mean by that is doing exactly what you're talking about. I mean... I think that in church right now, uh, however we can get the attention of, of youth and of young people, uh, we need to be experimenting with what that, that looks like. Be creative. Be, be, you know, be fearless. Go in there and say, man, this is something that I've always wanted to try. I think at that point, senior executives need to listen to some youth that come in, maybe young youth pastors or young adults teachers saying, hey, I've always died. Like, if I was a pastor, if somebody came in and said, I've always wanted to try this, I mean, I would be sitting there going, well, let's give it a whirl. Because uh, let's be real, we're, we're, we're losing a lot of youth. You know, we're losing a lot of millennials. We're losing, you know, once we're, our kids are going off to college, we've lost influence over them. And so what can we do? What can we creatively think about to go after those people? Uh, that's the question that I would be desperately trying to ask nearly every week. You know, go after the young. You know, go after the... Go after the out of control. Go after the lost in, in the sense of the ones that, you know, are hard to reach. We need to go reach out to them, you know. Lightning round as we finish this up. Quick answers to silly questions. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got his question memorized. That's yeah. pretty good. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're both Australian. Yeah. So uh, I need to hear you say in your best Australian accent, that's not a knife, this is a knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. It's an American thing. 
Yeah. Can you say Wallaby? Wallaby. He's not buying it. Wallaby. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> um, uh, the last serious question. I'm a Gen Xer. I, I yeah. think you guys are millennials. Yeah. So speak to the Gen Xer church leader one more time. Yeah. Because you, you were hitting it on it with that last question of reaching the millennials. What I, would you say? I love what the, the question you posed is, and that is how can we be fearless? And uh, my simple statement to you, because you are creatives, um, we are creatives, you go at it from a different, you have spoken word, uh, we put lyrics and melodies together. But we're kind of try, uh, attempting in many ways to accomplish the same mission, and that is creatively um, spread hope and, and this idea that we're all incredibly loved by a creator. Um, dream God-sized dreams. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be fearless, um, break, break, break the mold of of these. Whether it's an ideological mold of something that's just been kind of stagnant, or whether it's the way you're structuring things um, for for your group. Because, and I think I'd couple with that, like tell stories. So people, you know, Jesus was a storyteller. People love what we do. Apart from music, each night is tell tell stories. But man, if we could if we could take the lid off this thing and go, okay, we're we've got this massive safety net under us as leaders. Like success or failure, we are loved, we are accepted, we are okay. So like, let's dream and 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 be extravagant. Um, then I think you'll see, as Luke was kind of talking about, you you we can see people not just be like, oh, I gotta go, you know, to this event. It's like, man, I'm just dying to get back to that because I felt I was so inspired and excited and entertained but I also just felt so loved and accepted um, by these people you know that's awesome Joel, Luke thank you so much for your time they are everything you would hope for and more in, in person the nice guys the, the 15 guys. minutes yeah, we'll that's, right. that's we're right sold. we're like we're this sold. now yeah, uh, yeah. But thank you guys so much Dude, pleasure, Thanks, man. that's it It's a common, it's a common misquote. What do the people think it is? That's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, here's a knife. Yeah, no, no. It's actually he goes. If you watch it, he goes. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Goosebumps. <laughs> Goosebumps. <laughs> I'm about to drop, drop, drop the mic. <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> your music video, "Burn the Ships." Was that really your your mustache there? It was. It that, was, that was real. That was, it was cool. more like stubble. 
That was cool, man. And we did really I had burn some the problems. Ship. I had some problems with that mustache. That was my other lightning I... round question. Was... No, we didn't burn the ship. But it looks like it we looks the pretty ship. darn cool. <laughs> here's a little, a, a little interesting fact. That was the interceptor from Pirates of the Caribbean. Get out of here. It's true. No. Johnny Depp was on that. That's boat. legit. Oh, wow. And uh, we didn't burn it. It was special CGI. But we did say, look, if the record's called Burn the Ships, and the song is called Burn the Ships, and we're going to burn a ship in the music video, then it better look. Incredibly the, the, on set, I had conversations. It's with, a failure. Our, like, our brother Ben directed it, and I had conversations with him. I said, "Man, I just want to make sure you're real confident you can burn this ship. Because <laughs> if it doesn't burn, we're in serious we're like, trouble." It looks like a little candle, and the That's ship's right. like going down. <laughs> so they spent. I mean, they there was there was a like a yeah, whole team whole of thing. people wow. that worked on that. That was a to, to get it to get it yeah. to look the way it looked. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have any other lightning rounds? Come on, real quick. What's your lightning rounds? Uh, I was going to, my only other silly thing I was going to say is, you, would you say, hey, thanks for calling John's phone. This is for King and Country. Oh, I love that. I just think that'd be hilarious. You, you go can, first. You can do that in the microphone. Yeah. I'll put on my voicemail later. Right. G'day, it's John Luke here with for King and Country. Yeah, and uh, just want to say thanks very much for calling uh, John's phone. Um, he can't come to the phone right now, but leave a message and uh, he or Luke or I will get back to you. You guys are amazing. You guys Dude, are amazing. sorry for the, sorry for the, 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 the bad. There you have it. I have a brand new voicemail outgoing message on my cell phone thanks to today's guests for King and Country. Make sure you hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform for leadership with Jonathan Heron, that's me, we've got more amazing guests down the pike, including recording artist Rebecca St. James, New York Times bestselling author Bob Goff, and many more. Never miss an episode of leadership. Make sure you subscribe and do us a favor. Hit the five-star review. Every positive review for leadership gets us up in front of more listeners like you. You can find me online at jonathanheron.com. Tons of free resources there. Until then, we'll see you next week with another edition of Leadership. Enjoy your burrito.